Welcome to Life, compassionate conversations around living with advanced illness and the end of life journey. This podcast is intended to provide insight and education in how hospice and palliative care services can help patients and families through the end of life journey. It is not intended to replace professional medical advice or diagnoses. We encourage you to seek advice from your physician for questions regarding a medical condition. Hi, and welcome to Life. Compassionate conversations around living with advanced illness and the end of life journey. My name is Mindy Rice. I have nearly 20 years of hospice experience, and I currently serve, serve as the Director of Development for Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County. Our goal is to provide real life conversations about hospice and palliative care and to take the fear out of those services so that when you or your family member needs those services, you can get them when the time is right and when the care matters the most. Education is so necessary for you to get what you need when you need it at the right time. In this podcast, we will speak directly about the services that hospice and palliative care of Iredell County provides. And although all hospices do have to follow the same conditions of participation, some hospice quality of care and services can vary. So our hope is at the end of this podcast series, you'll be educated, have the information that you need to choose a hospice that is right for you at the right time. And we always encourage you to visit medicare.gov to search and compare hospice providers near you. Today's episode is gonna serve as an introduction to the Life podcast series. We're gonna talk about hospice care and palliative care and how it can really make a difference in the end of life journey for you or your loved one. We'll also talk a little bit about our bereavement care and our pediatric bereavement care, Rainbow Kids. You'll hear real stories from families who have been through this journey and you'll hear stories from staff members who have taken care of families and patients at this very intimate and difficult time. And you'll also hear from our medical director, Dr. Aaron Carnes, at the end of each podcast, who will help to debunk one of the many myths that we hear over and over again. So today we've invited our president and CEO, Mike Smith. Uh, Mike joined our team in December 2021 and comes to us with many years of hospice experience, and we're very glad to have him. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. So in all your experience, did you ever think you'd be doing a podcast? Well, I've done one. <laughs> so you're a pro. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a pro. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I've done one. Uh, during the pandemic, um, there was another hospice um, service provider that, that did a, uh, a podcast on caregiver burnout. Uh-huh. And so we uh, met with him and, and did that one. But that, that's the only one. So I've, done, I've got one under my belt. And so this is, a, this is a new experience for me. If you told me that or asked me if I would be doing a podcast, um, to explain our services, I would say maybe, but it wouldn't be on the forefront of my mind. <laughs> right. Well, hospice is all about weeding, meeting patients and families where they're at. And so much of what we all do today is, <laughs> is through social media and YouTube and um, listening to podcasts. So um, we thought that this would be a great way to reach some of, our, especially the caregivers of the families that we serve. Um, but before I get into specific questions, how did you find yourself in the hospice industry and why did you choose to remain? in this field because you just moved here um, a little over a year and a half ago to take another role in another hospice. Yeah, so um, I don't, this may surprise you, but I didn't grow up thinking I'm going to be a hospice (laughs) CFO or CEO or or anything like that. Um, I went to school for accounting. um, And when I I, uh, got out and got my degree, I was working for a software company. And I had a couple of experiences with hospice with each of my grandmothers. And it just got me thinking, I need to do um, something more meaningful with my life and, and something to really um, have a positive impact on people and support our community. 
Well, so I was looking actually for an accounting position and I, I found this position in, we were living in Charleston, South Carolina at the time, and I found this position in, in Western North Carolina and I didn't know what the organization was because it didn't say hospice in the name. Mm. It was it was just their their name and a logo, and uh, so but it was an accounting position. So I applied and um, I walked in, and and it turns out that a lot of people from my church actually worked there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, um, and I I got my start there. And so uh, this was just a really you know I'm, I'm a man of faith, and so that that was actually something that was really. Um, great to see was some, something that where where um, I was moving into, mm-hmm. where I was being called, right. and um, that was important for me and important for my family. And it got a great start, and I met some incredible people along the way, um, and I've had a really great experience in in the hospice industry. We always joke that once we start in hospice care, we never we never leave. So many people, even after retirement, stay on. Um, as an ad, on an as-needed basis. So what was it about hospice and palliative care of Iredell County that, that made you choose to come be part of this team? Yeah, so I was I was the CFO for uh, Hospice of the Piedmont in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I just happened to come across the position um, online, and the, the CEO position, and I didn't know much about the organization, even though I grew up an hour and a half west of here. I didn't know about it. Um, just because, like one of our one of my very close friends said, all healthcare is local. Well, I I really do believe that, and so I did a little bit of research. I went to you mentioned Care Compare. I went to Care Compare, and there was really no comparison. I mean, from a quality standpoint, hospice and palliative care of Iredell County blows everybody out of the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that's just the truth of of you know, and that serves in this community, and so that was step one. And then I had the opportunity to to meet the team. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was a great connection. It felt like family. You could feel the support. I met the, met the board. The board was very supportive. Um, all the leadership was great. There's a lot of longevity. You could tell there's a lot of, um, you know, mutual. It, it, it felt more like a family, mm-hmm. um, more so than just uh, we're, we're just coworkers. And I remember after a pretty long and grueling day of in-person interviews, <laughs> I think it was about 12 hours, uh, I, I went back to the hotel and, and um, I was talking about, with my wife Claire and I said I don't know if they're going to pick me or not but I really I really enjoyed them and I, I really hope they do because I really like the team and I think they do incredible work and I just I would really like to be part of it and see where I can come in and, mm-hmm. and add value um, and then here we are today. Here we are. Here we are. A year and a half later. Um, so with all of your experience why would you encourage patients and families to utilize hospice and palliative care? Uh, well, first and foremost, it's a benefit that that you you have available to you, especially if you're 65 or older, have Medicare. It, it is a, it is a benefit, um, but but more so than that, I think hospice and palliative care is unique in the healthcare space. It's it's very much centered on the patient and the caregiver. Um, and you have this holistic team around you. So you've got chaplains and CNAs and nurses and doctors and nurse practitioners and volunteers. Even I mean, you've you've got this this whole team that's there to support you, and you're driving that care. It, it's up to you. It's what you want. And you know, more more than that, I would I would even go further to say let I would do it with a nonprofit. You know, that's that's going to be, um, you know, you're going to get that community support. Right. Sorry to hear the dog. <laughs> I might have to cut that part out. 
you're going to get the community support. And um, that's really important because the question becomes, and I, I, I would encourage anybody that's, that's um, learning more about hospice and palliative care to ask any particular organization, who owns you? Because I can tell you hospice and palliative care of Iredell County is owned by the community. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We are owned by the community and very community. Uh, grateful for yeah. the community support that we have. It's It's been amazing. We're getting ready to come on up on 40 years mm-hmm. um, serving in this community. So that's really exciting. Um, I, you know, we hear over and over again that just navigating the healthcare system in general is so intimidating. Um, how can hospice help a patient and family navigate through the healthcare system when dealing with um, an advanced illness? Well, first and foremost, I would just say, just call us, just reach out, email us, call us, whatever you need to do. Um, stop by our office and talk to us. We'll, we'll help wherever we can. Um, I think a, a lot of what goes on in the healthcare industry is it's very choppy. You go to this primary care physician, you go to this specialist, you go to this, and it's not necessarily this linear path. It's you go here, here, here. And sometimes we can help be a, a, a additional layer of support, especially from a palliative care perspective. Um, we, we can be there to help answer any questions. We can be there to help navigate. But, I mean, the simple answer is just call us. And even if we can't help, you know, oftentimes we can, we can find resources for you. Uh, that that can help you, so we can put point you in that direction. Exactly, I, I say that so often when I'm speaking in the community. It's if if you're unsure, just call us, mm-hmm. and and we'll. If it's not a service that we can provide, we're so connected to this amazing community, we can point you in the right direction. Um, so in this series, we're going to talk in detail about hospice care and palliative care, um, and how learning more can really help a family later. Um, and it's difficult to encourage people to have that conversation sometimes about hospice care before somebody becomes ill. But why would you say it's so important to get this education now? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because sometimes it just it doesn't even register to people. that This is something that I won't have to deal with for years. I don't want to talk about it right now. Some people even have the perception that talking about it, you know, brings mm-hmm. it on faster and that, you know, the bad, the bad vibes with that. Um, but I would say have that conversation because the more you know now, the easier it is. Because when you get into that space, there's going to be a lot of information coming at you. Here's next when you go. Here's the next step. You're going to need to go here. You need to talk to this person. Insurance is going to be a, uh, uh, something to discuss. There's a lot coming at you, and you can't take all that in at one time. So if this is something that you know that you have in your back pocket that you say, okay, well, I know that I'm going to have to navigate that at some point, but I know who I'm going to call. Even if I'm unclear or I'm unsure, I'll just call them and they can help help me navigate. I think knowing um, is all, always better than not knowing and kind of entering into some of these brand new um, spaces that people may be you know, uncomfortable with or, or maybe a little intimidated by or, or whatever the case may be. Um, we can we can help, and so just knowing that we're there, I think is is really uh, would be really helpful to the to to anyone, patient and or caregiver. Exactly. So we're going to talk a lot about services that we provide to the community, like bereavement care and Rainbow Kids. Um, can you share why bereavement care is important and why it's important to learn and utilize a program like Rainbow Kids, and maybe why it's so unique um, to our organization? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So bereavement, it, just like when you enter into the hospice space and learning to navigate that, bereavement is going to be caring for um, after the loss of a loved one. So that's going to be something that's a, an, a, another step, an additional um, 
new path to navigate. And I think we're going to give great resources to you and be there to support. Um, we're there to support those uh, hospice patients and, and um, their loved ones, as well as the community if there's a need. So we do provide community bereavement. Um, and I make that delineation because that is separate. That's not that's not a hospice benefit. We provide that to the community because the community has said we we need that um, on occasion, and and we'll we'll come to you and, and provide that. In the same way, Rainbow Kids, um, this is it's it's the same. It's just for for children. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we often say children are very resilient, and they are, but they have to be given the tools necessary to to be able to navigate this. And and um, sometimes they just don't have that support. And sometimes, you know, maybe their support was the one that they they lost. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're there. We're in you know all the schools in Iredell County. We have our camp coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve over 500 kids a year with our Rainbow Kids program, um, and this is a, yet again something that you know is not a, a hospice m- Medicare benefit, but it's something that the community has said that they need. Right. They told us that this is what we find valuable. This is the, this is what we need, and so as a nonprofit organization, we align our resources the best we can to provide that uh, to our community. Absolutely, and you know we live in an area where a lot of people are moving in from out of town. So um, oftentimes when I'm out in the community um, speaking about hospice and palliative care and the services that we provide, um, that bereavement care comes up often with that, um, even in my own, you know, my own family. Um, Your loved one moves here because maybe they lost their spouse. um, So there's lots of widows. Um, So it's important to know that even if your loved one was not um, a patient of hospice and palliative care of Iredell County, that that bereavement service is, is there for them. So if someone's listening right now and they're deciding whether or not they want to keep listening to all these episodes, why would you tell them to continue? And who would you say would benefit the most from the information that we're going to provide? Well, if you're going to decide, just know that this is my last one. You're going to hear from <laughs> other parts, other members of our team. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I think this is a, I'm really excited about this podcast. This is a um, unique perspective on uh, on um, dealing and living with an advanced illness um, and your end of life journey. So we're going to hear for, from um, some of those caregivers that actually experience it. Uh, as long as, as well as other disciplines of our team, so nurses and things like that. So you really get a, a different perspective than, you know, many of the other podcasts out there. They're very much, well, this is what hospice is, and this is how palliative works, and this is how palliative is different from hospice. And while I think that's all very, very important, I think sometimes it becomes white noise, especially like when we talked about before, are they ready to listen to this? Are they ready to hear this? So this is just a unique perspective. This is something that I, I think will be, um, really, really beneficial to especially caregivers, um, uh, put, uh, patients, um, loved ones, any, anyone, I think anyone um, that, that may be facing that within the next 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Certainly will help um, when you're facing that time in life to um, have a little better understanding of what services are available for your loved ones. Um, so after years of working in hospice for both of us. We hear so many myths and misconceptions. And, you know, sometimes it can really deter a patient or a family from choosing hospice. And we hear all the time that they wish they had called us sooner. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a little thing that we're going to call our hospice myth minute. 
and to try to debunk some of these myths that we hear over and over again. How many do you think you can come up uh, with off the top <laughs> of your head? Let's see. Um, oh, no, let's give it a shot. So um, hospice is giving up hope. Um, I have to give up all of my meds. I can't see my regular doctor. You're here to give me the pill and or the shot, which I really can't wait for that one to be debunked. Um, hospice is a place. There's that's a, five. That's five. There's right a lot. There. There's, there's a lot. lot. Uh, you, right. if, you, if you Google it, there's there's quite a few, right? So, well, we're going to welcome our chief medical officer, Dr. Aaron Carnes, to debunk our first Myth of the Life podcast series. Hi, I'm Dr. Aaron Carnes. I'm the chief medical officer with Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County, and I am here today to debunk some hospice myths. The first myth that we wanted to talk about is that hospice is giving up or giving up hope. And really, hospice is not at all giving up or giving up hope. It is about reframing and redefining what hope is. I think that all of us, if we asked ourselves, what would be most important to us if we thought time might be short? The answer would not be doctor's offices and hospitals. It would be friends and family. It would be comfort and dignity and celebrating important life events. And so hospice is about transitioning from that hope of the possibility of gaining more quantity of time and reframing that to what's most important to our patients to maximize the quality of time that they have, knowing that we may no longer have control over what that time frame looks like, but we can maximize their quality of life and focus on all the things that are most important to them. Thank you, Dr. Carnes. Um, so many myths and misconceptions that we hear are directly related to the fear of the unknown. So unless you've experienced hospice firsthand, and the end-of-life journey can be very complicated and very scary, and we know it doesn't have to be. And, and so that's why we are doing this podcast, and we hope that this will help throughout your journey or your loved one's journey. Um, it can be very confusing and very scary, uh, and it doesn't have to be. So we're here to help, um, and we're ready to help at any time when, the, when care really matters the most. Um, so we just want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Life. Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County serves Iredell and surrounding communities. We provide care wherever a patient calls home and in our two hospice houses, the S. Mitchell Mack Hospice House in Mooresville and Gordon Hospice House in Statesville. We encourage you to reach out if you have any questions or need guidance regarding care for you or a loved one who is facing serious illness. Call our office at 704-873-4719 or visit our website at hoic.org.